electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. We've used artificial intelligence to design a Coke drink, a Coke variant, making flavors that people could engage with, whether it was from space or also Marshmallow the DJ. You thought it was a food, no, it was a DJ. Coca-Cola CEO James Quincy at the World Economic Forum in Davos, sharing Coke's big AI ideas. This year, 2024, it's about can we turn cool ideas into ideas at scale? Can this generative AI really operate at massive scale? how tech will deliver for Coke shareholders and for its consumers, of which there are many. I am addicted, addicted. I'm an addict of AHA. It's a very competitive industry. Uh-huh. Um, it's AHA, uh-huh. AHA. Uh-huh. How AI could supercharge marketing, plus heading a company whose products are sold in almost every single country, James Quincy knows a thing or two about inflation. The main kind of developed economies, it's moderating substantially both on the input side and in the marketplace. And it's kind of coming down in expectations. Thank goodness, some of us just can't live without it. I love regular, I love it so much, but it doesn't love me in terms of me being fat. I'm CNBC producer Cameron Costa. Squawk Pod reports from Davos Coca-Cola CEO James Quincy begins right now. Another day, another interview from the World Economic Forum in chilly, snowy Davos. You wearing some thermals? I got some thermals and we got a lot of guests. So far, we've brought 10 interviews from our set in the Alps to your Squawk Pod feed. And we're still going. This next one is a fun one. It's Coca-Cola. Coke Zero is good, actually. I still like regular Coke. I I like Diet Coke. CEO James Quincy swung by our set amid the many events of this year's World Economic Forum, and we had a lot to ask. First up, inflation. For two years, Coca-Cola had been raising prices on its drinks to keep up with higher input costs. But in July of last year, Coke finally announced it was done hiking prices, at least in developed markets like the US and Europe. Coke isn't the only beverage company navigating this inflationary environment, obviously. In a headline that captured our attention last week, European grocery Carrefour is no longer selling Pepsi products. Tostitos, Doritos. Yeah, all the toes. It was a spat over Pepsi's price hikes, and now Carrefour customers are out of luck. But back to Coca-Cola. CEO James Quincy sat down with Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin this week in Switzerland. James, pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Great to be back. Uh, We have so much to talk about, but let's start with those points. Just what's happened with inflation, where things have headed. Um, Consumers have been willing to pay up for quite a while. You took the price hikes when you needed to, to deal with the uh, inflation, the higher costs that you were dealing with. But you consciously chose to step back from that. How are things going right now? Things are good. I think you're seeing a little divergence in the inflation story. Um, What I mean by that is the main kind of developed economies is moderating substantially, both on the input side and in the marketplace. Um, And it's kind of coming down in expectations uh, towards a landing zone. 
uh, that's much more normal. And we'll be back to our core strategy, uh, which is earning the right to take price with our marketing and innovation. And on the two kind of extremes of the thing, you still got a number, given we operate everywhere, of very high inflation countries that are not really uh, getting better. Um, and there are some countries where inflation is arguably too low uh, and they're kind of borderline need a bit more inflation. But the main story uh, is moderating inflation, coming into the landing zone, uh, back to the classic uh, story of earning the right for pricing. There has been this uh, big story that's blown up between your competitor, Pepsi and Carrefour, um, where they said, forget it. We're not going to put any Pepsi products on our shelves anymore because we don't like the price hikes that have come through. What do you deal with with suppliers? Have you had any of those same kind of pushbacks or issues? We, when we deal with our own suppliers, we have a, we have a very long-standing approach, which is to go for very long-term relationships. Mm -hmm. um, so we like, given our size, we like to get long-term security of supply. That's our number one problem is getting enough. Uh, we get long-term pricing agreements, uh, and then we layer on hedging. So we very much smooth out the cycle. So we, have, we don't tend to go up very quickly, and we don't tend to crash back down. And we like the idea of seeing the cycle through. It really helps us stabilize our business. Uh, which is why we're not so spiky on, on pricing. And, and it's a deliberate approach. And as a result, you have not dealt with any of these same sort of situations? Uh, of course. In, I mean, in different countries, in different environments, there can be a, a more or less friction uh, with some of our retail partners. But in the end, we come back uh, to our strategy, which is to earn the right to the pricing. Uh, and, our, and our story to retailers is we can grow the beverage business faster than their total business. And we given our leadership and our innovation market, will grow faster within that. And that's a positive story for them. It, it's, they need their economics to work too. I, I love how you are using artificial intelligence, even with your innovation too. Can you explain to people how you are, how you are using it, even when it comes to new tastes and flavors? Yeah, I, I think it all falls in the bucket of seeing how, what sort of cool stuff you can do in 2023. Uh, come on to 2024. We've, we've used artificial intelligence to design a a Coke drink, a Coke variant. We, we had a, a program called Coke Creations, still have a program called Coke Creations, which is about made, making flavors that people could engage with, whether it was from space or also Marshmallow the DJ. You thought it was a food, right. no, it was a DJ. And then artificial intelligence designed a version, which was, which was cool and very engaging for people. I think the challenge now, uh, as we take those sort of applications of drinks and we had a program at Christmas where you could make a Coke Christmas card with AI. You could tell it what you wanted to be in the picture and it would make a Christmas card for you. And we put them up on Times Square, thousands of them. Next year, this year, 2024, it's about can we turn cool ideas into ideas at scale? Can this generative AI really operate at massive scale? I think that's the next In point. terms of creating actual drinks? And the question I was going to ask is, are those drinks so much fundamentally different than something that you know, your team would come up with in a, in a room? They were different. Um, I'm they not were, sure they're fundamentally different, but right. they were engaging and it was a bit of fun. Uh, I think that generative AI needs to demonstrate that it can operate at scale because it, it could make a profound difference in the marketing industry um, as it moves. But from more on marketing than on coming up with the next drink and flavor uh, profile yes. that no one ever thought of, but somehow the AI figured out. Never say never, but I think it's much more likely to be the marketing than the drinks. Because you trust your gut when it comes to the actual product? No, I just think there's less room. I mean, there's more creativity possible when you're creating an image or a story or, right. or text than there is on a, on a physical taste profile. Uh, variants tend to be James, nuanced. Given all, watching the, over the years, 
we own bottlers, we don't own bottlers, we got shelf space, we don't. Can't you use AI just to absolutely maximize the profits from logistically on, on how everything operates? Can't you, isn't it a more effective way to do that or? Absolutely. It's possible, yeah. Absolutely, as you start to get more compute power and more data available, lots of companies, including ourselves, including big tech companies, right. they have data in different pockets that are not talking to each other. But with these overlays that take all the dirty data sources that are not standardized, you can now start to layer on really good predictive, uh, re predictive setting that works out from the consumer back what everything should be in the supply chain. So that optimization is coming and is a big piece of what needs. We what see it affect. Uh -huh. I got it. We got it. I have to have a very selfish question. James knows. I don't even know. I am is. addicted. Addicted. I'm an addict of Aha, which is his flavored uh, seltzer water, for, for lack of a better uh, word, yeah, for, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, bubbly water, yeah. right? Aha. Uh -huh. And they were competing against bubbly on, on, on the PepsiCo side. And all the other folks that are now doing sparkling water. All in spring. I love the Aha, the, the orange grapefruit. Yes, you say it's a tough business, the sparkling water business. I thought it would be the greatest, highest margin business you could have because what is it? It's just it's just the water sparkled up a little bit. They, they have the, there are some consumers like yourself that love it. Unfortunately, but there's not enough of us, and and it's a very competitive industry. Uh huh. Um, it's uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So what? So what's supposed to happen here? Um, we're we're going to keep trying. We're going to okay. keep reinventing. Uh, we've pushed more uh, into our Topo Chico flavored right. uh, uh, waters. Uh, bringing some flavor in there. So we will keep innovating. Our, our modus operandi is not to give up on the first attempt, but to keep iterating and find the space that works for us. But uh -huh. I, think, I think you've been amazing, James, in, in looking at the portfolio and not being afraid to shut down classics like a, like a tab. You, you got rid of Adwala, Zico Coconut Water, and, and those were tough decisions. I think you said at the time that you had a lot of hate mail coming your way when you decided to go ahead and phase that out. How do you... How do you decide what's worth spending time on and I'm what's I'm already not? starting to write my letter <laughs> if this aha goes away. AI to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's about, it's about the portfolio and the optimization. And in the end, each, each cam, each drink has to own its right to be on the shelf. In the end, there is a physical limitation on the shelves and in the coolers. Uh, and each one needs to own its right. And, and the analysis is there, whether it's the AI or the humans that do it, you can work out what should be in there. Um, and, and you have to be dispassionate because in the end, you're reducing not just your own sales, right. you're reducing the retailer sales, and you're actually not giving the customer, the, the consumer, the choice they actually wanted. Um, so it's the right thing to do for everyone to be a bit ruthless. It, if and, I, and you're an engineer and you're very logical. I, so I know. This is where I know, it comes But I, I still get a lot of lobbying on tab. So for right. all the tab lovers out there, yeah. there, you know, there could be a moment with a special run. If I could get like Steve Schwartzman to go in with me to buy Aha, could, could we do a deal? We could always do it. Yeah. You're, you're willing to divest AHA uh -huh, at this point. Well, I was going to make a special run for you and Steve. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll you definitely need Steve it. Schwartzman to go in with you on that. I, I, well, it sounds like I might not. I could probably do it on my own, <laughs> given what he's saying about the business. It, it, just, it, Diet Coke is how much bigger than regular Coke? Coke Classic, how much bigger is, is it? In, in, no, it's smaller. In the U.S., is it still small? Diet Coke. I love regular, I love it so much, but it doesn't love me in terms of me being fat. We've been improving <laughs> Coke Zero. I'm huh? going to convince you Coke Zero is the way to go. I know, I've had Coke Zero. I, lo I love regular Coke I, it, because of the, the sugar part of it, I think. But I have both. Do and if I you do. don't feel well, you feel a little, I mean, it, it, it's like a curative almost. We, we have to have some. Magic elixir. It is. We have to have some in, in the house. We have to. I, it's I, like, I, I need a regular. And it, 
Yeah. So it's still bigger than, than diet? Is it bigger than uh, Only zero? Only in a few countries are Coke Zero and diet bigger than regular Coke, like the UK, for example. Still. So, That's but, amazing. But a lot of people drink both. They'll go, I do. Okay, I, I don't, drink I don't want the do, yeah. Coke Original all day long. I'll have a Coke Original in the afternoon. I'll have a Coke Zero in the evening. Right. So people dualize. A lot of people dualize. Can I pivot? You're one of the uh, biggest marketing spenders uh, in the world in terms of just advertising budget. How, have, how has that changed? We keep talking about social media here and also AI talk to, to, in terms of how marketing is going to change. But are you seeing certain platforms working in certain ways and others not working the way that you used to think they were working? Uh, clearly, over the last 20 years, there's two really big things that have definitely happened from the, from the point of view of a marketeer of big brands. Right. I'm not trying to sell a car in Minnesota to the people in Minnesota. I'm trying to sell a big brand right. across a large space. One was the the squeeze down of uh, paper advertising that went digital. Right. That was the first big thing over the last 20 years. You look at the, mm-hmm. a mix of advertising, TV was fine, digital eliminated right. newspaper. Now, streaming stroke social media platforms are squeezing radio uh, and TV. They're not completely done, but it's there. Of course, one of the things that we do as a market, it's not just about where are the consumers, but it's what price is being charged. So for us, the trade-off is not just which platform is more effective, but what are they charging me for it? And so they are in a competitive dynamic. uh, But right now, are you saying that Facebook and Instagram are are the game? Do you think that TikTok is the game? Do you think Google is the game? Do you think Amazon, with with its new streaming, and now that they're placing advertising on that, is that interesting to you all of a sudden? Peacock or, or, uh, you know, obviously owned by Comcast, NBC. But how do you think about advertising in these new New ways. I, I, I start from who do I want to reach and, and what's the most cost-effective way to get there? So who is the so, one? Is there one that you go, these guys actually are often at the greatest rate right now? No, it's, 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 it's competitive. I mean, they're all bidding and they're all competing against each other in how, semi How about time. X, Twitter? It, it's not, that was not a big platform for us because it was a, not a big uh, TV platform. It's yeah. not a big commercial uh, video type platform. It's more of it was always historically a text platform. James, something you guys can't control, obviously, for X moves, but they matter uh, greatly to the company because of all the operations you have outside the United States. What do you see happening in 2024 now that the Fed is probably going to start cutting rates or at least that's the expectation? Man, I wish I knew the answer to that one. I'd probably be a lot richer. I could buy the other drinks myself. Look, uh, Forex is very important for us. We make uh, over 75% of the profits outside the US. And as the world economy has grown, the, the number, the importance of the emerging markets has gone up a lot for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so not all these currencies are hedgeable. Uh, we certainly do hedge and we start to spread out. I think we're likely at the moment to see a bit more stability uh, in the marketplace. That's certainly what is, what is, what is, what's happened so far this year. Um, long-term period of dollar strengthening. I think it's all going to be who goes down when uh, on interest rates is going to make a big bit of the difference. But we'll have a hedge program. Um, and you know we've committed to our investors that we'll find a way to grow the earnings of the company uh, while we manage the, the Forex. Is that bottle still back there? Yeah. Get it out. Oh, wait, it's down here, actually. It's a, I mean, it's a beautiful... It is pretty. It's this a one has beautiful Swiss thing. Sale. I mean, it, it really is. Yeah, it's, 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 it's American and everything. I love it. No, it's not Swiss. It's got a Swiss. No, oh, it's American. <laughs> name. James, thank, thank you, you thank very you. much for great being with us you. today. Thank it's you. great to see you. We really thank appreciate you. your time. James Quincy. Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at... <laughs> 3 a.m. The office was shocked. <laughs> That's when we sleep. 
Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGM, a leading global asset manager. Thank you for listening to this special Squawk Pod reports from Davos. We really do have so many interviews filmed in the snowy Alps and packaged specifically for you, our listeners, waiting in your feed. Please go check them out. Squawk Box is hosted by Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin. And Squawk Pod is produced by me, Cameron Costa, Katie Kramer, and Caroline Rahotis. John Lazration is our editor. Have a great day. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.